Mike. Hello, Pete. Say, Mike. Yes, Pete? Did you ever hear the one about the particle physicist, the rabbi, and the SeaWorld trainer who walked into a bar? Ladies and gentlemen, due to poor reactions from early test audiences, the remainder of today's joke has been canceled. We apologize for any inconvenience this may have caused, but seriously, the test audience members really hated that joke. One of them said that they wish humor had never been invented at all so that the joke would have never been told. Another said that they will never laugh again, ever. So really, we did you a favor by not continuing the joke. You're welcome. Now please enjoy today's episode of the Sacred Cows Podcast. In a world where the human race has nearly unlimited access to all forms of media, mankind faces its greatest enemy. I've come for vengeance. A looming threat. Can you look at that? What is that? A paralyzing choice. You have eight choices. Choose incorrectly, and I cannot be held responsible for your suffering. Is the next movie in my queue good or bad? Hey, do you guys want to watch Geely? A war that threatens our very existence. We have come to take over your world. And it will be fought over. Cows. One podcast dares to make sense of it all, so you don't have to. This is the Sacred Cows Podcast. And now welcome your hosts. Hey everybody, it's Pete. Hi, I'm Mike. Thanks, Thanks disembodied, disembodied voice guy. guy. Say, disembodied voice guy. Yes, Pete? What's your favorite holiday memory? Well, if I take a trip far enough down memory lane... I think I can remember the first Christmas. Uh, your first Christmas? No, the first Christmas. I see. As I was saying, it was the first day of the first Christmas, and I was just about to drop an anonymous tip that landed the people's front of Judea in a lot of hot water with the Romans. Wait, wait, that's a reference to Monty Python's The Life of Brian. Damn. Yeah, besides, that's an Easter story. Wrong holiday season. Okay, you caught me. I don't remember the first Christmas. No one remembers the first Christmas. And do you know why? Until about 33 years later, no one knew that anything happened that day. Some anonymous kid was bored in a barnyard, along with about 500 other children in the greater Jerusalem area. It's not like they had maternity wards back then. Managers, water troughs, bag of sheep's wool, actual sheep. People were giving birth over any soft object that would safely cushion an infant coming out at that velocity. Ah, those were the truly good days. <laughs> you know, the first and last question I ever should have asked him was for his name. Welcome to the Sacred Cows Podcast. The podcast where we review old movies and see if they're still worth watching. 
or something like that. Or something. We've uh, found a lot of them in column A and in column B, so it's it's been a worthwhile pursuit so far, hasn't it, Mike? Oh, yeah, very much worthwhile. And in fact, we've got a lot of comments from people saying, you know what, I don't even watch the movies necessarily. I kind of use this to figure out if I do want to watch it. So, yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing. Like, I can say that I've sort of experienced it, and then I say, well, that does sound interesting to me you know, watch it or, or not, depending on what the recommendation is. Right, well, we're providing a service that way then. But you know what, I'll be honest, I listen to plenty of uh, movie review podcasts and look at websites and that kind of thing with no intention of watching the movie. It's still entertaining to listen to other people hash out, you know, films that you may remember fondly or not. Or if uh, you've seen it in the past, you know, you can have that uh, look at it. Do I really want to, you know, remember this fondly? Maybe I don't. I've said it before. Some things are best left in the past, but some things are worth gloriously digging up again and again. So uh, today's episode's pretty, uh, pretty special. We're going to talk about holiday memories that we all have. Uh, we've also got a couple of holiday memories from uh, you folks that we'll have to read on the air. Um, but before we get there, we'd like to talk about the next episode, possibly two episodes of the podcast. That's right. This is going to be a big one, Mike. We've been talking about Star Wars The Force Awakens like every other media thing in the world right now. That's right. They're talking about it uh, more than they're talking about anything else, basically, but that with good reason. This is a once in a decade or more movie uh, events, so it's, it's really a big deal. Yes, and we are doing a Sacred Cows spoiler-filled roundtable, and we've got special guest stars coming up. It's going to be real great, and guess what? I saw it. I made it one of my few movies that I see all year long. I decided this was one. Of course, duh. Yeah, yeah, it, and uh, I have seen it twice, and I don't know, maybe I'll get in another time yet before we go, but um, all of the Damn. people that uh, we've got are going to see it uh, one or more times uh, before we record the show. That's right, and we have a lot of diverse viewpoints uh, that are going to be on that show with us, so it will make for a very lively and entertaining discussion, I guarantee it. Just to tantalize you further, uh, we'd like to tell you the guests that we have. We have Josh Gentry from the Cthulhu and Friends podcast, Kim and Ben Stonick from Transformation Sequence podcast, uh, Matthew Morris, who you may know from Geekly Inc. Random Encounters podcast, and finally... We have Nika Howard from the Drunks and Dragons podcast, as well as Dreadful Thoughts podcast. I'm tantalized, Mike. You promised and you delivered. I'm tantalized. This is going to be great. Those are the people that will be guests on our show. And uh, like I said, it uh, we're going to pretty much let this go as long as it needs to go. So it could possibly be uh, a two-parter. It could go on through the night. Yes. should be just a hell of a lot of fun. Who doesn't have, you know, several days worth of things to say about Star Wars, I'm telling you. So with that, let's get on to the uh, Christmas memories. It's a good idea to start with our Christmas memories. So, Pete, do you want to go first? Yeah, you know, this is our show. Well, this is a movie podcast, and I think it is appropriate, actually, to talk about... Uh, Christmas specifically memories uh, based on the movies that we watched during this time. That is the idea. Yep. Absolutely. So, like, and especially in Wisconsin, I mean, it, in the winter, it is winter. You are sitting inside. You've got nothing to do. You're 
trying to stay warm by the soft glow of your television, basically. So I spent Christmas this year with the same people I've been spending Christmas with, with for the last 33 years. And we um, have always watched some of the same movies each and every year. They are traditional for us. Uh, just like many families, we watch... National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, pretty religiously, uh, followed up by Bill Murray's Scrooged, uh, another great classic. It's also got Bobcat Goldthwait in it. I do happen to very much like some of the older films, such as the 1938 Christmas Carol, Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol, you know, the one where absolutely everybody in it is dead. You know they're dead. Uh, <laughs> Seriously, even Tiny Tim, who, well, he had polio, so of course. Another old one that I like is Holiday Inn. It's not, strictly speaking, a uh, Christmas movie, but it is the first movie to feature the song White Christmas, uh, sung by Bing Crosby. And how could I forget, since I was one year old, I have been dearly in love with the Muppets Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, uh, along with one other person whose feedback we will be hearing today. So I think that pretty much rounds out my holiday movie repertoire. And so, Mike, uh, I'm sure you have some movies of your own that you like to watch around this time of year. Um, really, the uh, the big, the two movies that I like to watch the most this time of year, um, uh, one comes from uh, a memory of just, uh, we used to have big uh, Christmases at night uh, at my grandparents when I was a younger kid. And I just remember we always uh, would watch a movie before we get to the big dinner and before opening presents, everything like that. And I remember the first time that I saw the movie A Christmas Story. I was probably, I don't know, uh, nine or ten. I just remember, like, loving that story. I think I got a lot of the jokes as a ten-year-old, but, of course, uh, you know, having watched it again as an adult numerous times, you really get to understand, you know, the whole point of the movie is about nostalgia and the whole point of the movie is about, you know, uh, dreaming big for Christmas and things like that and how something so small uh, that you would see now is a big deal to a child and, and things like that. And, of course, it's about how every family is really super dysfunctional no matter what era you live in since it takes place in the 40s. Yeah, who's, who's the dad in that movie? Is that Gavin McCloud? I think so. Kolchak the Night Stalker. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's him. For sure. Love that guy. But yeah, dysfunctional. Some other years we ended up watching uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which, um, you know, if you want to go back, we reviewed National Lampoon's Vacation, the first in the series. Uh, Christmas Vacation is, I think, the third in the series. And probably the best known. Uh, it's on TV all the time, you know, during Christmas. And I think, uh, you know, having watched it... Again, this year, you know, we're not we're not like deep reviewing it or something, but uh, I think it does hold up uh, more so than uh, National Lampoon's Vacation did. Spoilers if you haven't listened to that episode yet. Um, One of us agrees with you, Mike, and that is you. <laughs> One but. of us agrees with me. Okay, yes. <laughs> and it's not me. <laughs> no. No, we were split on that one. But yeah, that's pretty much my Christmas memories. I mean, otherwise, I remember watching a lot of the. Uh, Rankin Bass Christmas specials, which don't particularly count as movies. They're just Christmas specials. Although when you're a kid, a 30-minute long special, which is actually 30 minutes long, is pretty long. Um, now that all the specials that are 30 minutes long are like 22 minutes because of commercials. Are we talking films like uh, 
like uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, uh, that kind of thing? Yep. Yep. Those, those were good, I have to say. Yeah, so I think it's uh, time to get to other Christmas memories that were sent to us, and we've got two. Thanks, you two. So the first we've got is uh, Sean Faust's Christmas memory. So do we want to go ahead and, and uh, you know, read this, maybe switching paragraphs, you and I? It's a pretty, it's a long, longer email. Yeah, this, is, you know, makes up uh, in length, certainly. Uh, yeah, we can do it that way. You just read till your voice gets tired, and I'll tap in. All right. Uh, so this is from Sean Faust, friend of the show. His Christmas memory. I mean, where do I begin? For as long as I can remember, I've been enjoying multiple viewings of A Christmas Story and Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, the one with Kermit narrating. As much as that's a holiday classic along with and the more recent Elf, I still give it up to Die Hard as my absolute favorite Christmas movie. As it ages, it still has everything I want in a Christmas movie. Christmas trees, Christmas songs, holiday cheers, ho ho ho. And it's all there along with a million fucks. This year's Christmas season seemed to be overshadowed by Star Wars The Force Awakens. The latest entry in the Star Wars saga gets more media and storefront coverage than the actual holiday. I'm not sure if I love that or not, but I'm surely enjoying the shit out of this ride. As for Star Wars, I'm not sharing any opinion until I know the world has seen the movie. However, I digress. Here's the list of Christmas movies and specials we watch in the Faust hold. Die Hard, Emma Dodder's Jug Band Christmas, The Ref, 1994, starring Dennis Leary and Kevin Spacey, Elf, starring Will Ferrell, A Christmas Story, Lethal Weapon, The Long Kiss Goodnight, Bad Santa, V, the TV series from 1984, episode 9, uh, the holiday episodes of Boston Legal and other various TV shows, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. This year, I've added The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and the James Bond masterpiece known as On Her Majesty's Secret Service to that list. Much love, brothers, and keep up the awesome work on your show. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. All right, so that's from Sean. Um, You can find Sean and all of his music. He is a musician at uh, seanfaustmusic.com. So take a look. And he did want us to give a special special shout out to his uh star wars theme song that recently came out um you can find it on youtube is probably the best place to find it it has a music video that's uh pretty important to you really getting the deeper meaning of the song so uh i i would first check it out on youtube by uh going to youtube.com and searching sean faust boba fett pretty easy and Easy uh, to remember. give it a watch and uh, tell Sean what you think on, on his Twitter feed at Sean Faust, S-E-A-N-F-A-U-S-T. Sean, uh, we're going to have to talk about this possibly, but you note that you like Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, the one with Kermit narrating. There's multiple versions of that movie. I That, that blows my mind, but uh, I think think my memory is that Mayor Bullfrog is the narrator in the one I've seen. So if there's another uh, different cut of that movie floating around out there, I have got to see it. The original cut uh, actually uh, had the Mayor Bullfrog that you're talking about. Um, right, right. They, That's the one I remember. Yeah, but they switched it to Kermit uh, to put it on TV in the initial airing. So the cut you have is like the no. director's original cut. And because of nobody knew Whoa. who Emmett Otter was... Uh, for a TV, they put Kermit in to make it a more uh, marketable thing back when it first came on as a Christmas special. 
So well, see, I remember I remember him being in it. I think he was like riding his bike or something like that. But I don't know if he was the narrator. Huh? Yeah, I I, I I don't know. I just learned that this year from uh, a different uh, podcast uh, called uh, "We've Got This." Uh, they they sort of debate the best of different uh, sort of categories, but uh, they mentioned the best Christmas special, and they talked about the history of Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. So, um, wow, yeah. Well, one year old me is very excited by that. <laughs> All right, our next and last Christmas memory um, comes from Matthew M. Morris, and he simply said in a tweet. Um, uh, his newest best Christmas memory is seeing the 12 days of Christmas and no one knew some of the days. I aptly inserted X fuckers fucking to speed it along. <laughs> yes. Uh, that works. That, and that song needs to be sped along. So well done. There we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, good stuff. So uh, after that, we're uh, on to our usual, uh, usual Twitter feedback. Uh, so the first tweet uh, we got is just a Follow Friday shout-out from uh, Cthulhu and Friends that says, Follow Friday, uh, Friends of Cthulhu and Friends. And they list um, God's Fall DC podcast, the RPG Academy podcast, the Redacted Files podcast, uh, Firefly podcast, and our podcast as their friends. And uh, thank you very much, Cthulhu and Friends. We consider you your friendship to be very dear to us. We do indeed. Thank you for the friend-out. And we hope to get more of you on our episodes uh, going forward. We've already had Hiroshi and Josh. We'll have Josh coming back and probably Hiroshi in the future, too. So And uh, and other members of that podcast, we hope we can get them on. Another tweet comes to us from at Craig Hart saying, Hobby time while listening to Sacred Cows Pod, and then provides us with a link. Yep, the, uh, he just links to a picture of what his hobby is. We are treated to a photo of a close-up macro shot of a fly fisherman's little lure, fly lure. Yep, so he's thing. making fly lures while he's listening to our show. That's awesome. You, your man card, please keep it, sir. That's fantastic. That is good stuff right there. <laughs> In fact, you can have my man card, too. There you Deserve go. It. And our last bit of Twitter feedback comes from uh, at Shadowbrook Ash, and she just says uh, relevant and sends us a link uh, regarding Gremlins, which is a YouTube video that we will put in the show notes. It's uh, it's quite amusing and uh, not going to spoil it for you. Finally, our our last section of uh, the show before we tell you the next movie that we're going to do after uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens is our bovine boosters section. Pete, do you want to talk about how somebody becomes a bovine booster? Well, you can become a bovine booster by doing something mystical on the Twitter that I know nothing about. I believe it has something to do with referencing us or uh, sending us along to your Twitter friends or something. Right, and it doesn't have to be just on Twitter, although it tends to be uh, on Twitter. If you want to share us some other way and sort of um, show or tell us how you shared, uh, you know, even if it's like, uh, if you make flyers for us and want to take a picture of that, oh, awesome. Um, just let us know and we'll give you a shout out here. That analog stuff is definitely my speed. So that will get noticed. All right. So let's go through this list, which, um, all of these are on Twitter. We have at Spambot, who is a writer on Sayer. Uh, we have at Firefly Podcast. That's Firefly the firefly podcast balls and bayonets brigade we have 
at CAF Podcast, Cthulhu and Friends aforementioned, of course. At Sean Faust, who sent us that wonderful email, and he's a probable future guest and friend of the show. Next, we have at Creeptastic Sam. Uh, we have at Craig Hart, who sent us that lovely thing about listening to our show while he does his hobbies. He's, he's the fly maker. Yep. We have at Zombie Slag, who is a future guest of ours. We have at the Adam Bash, who was on the previous episode, uh, and we hope to have him on again. The once and future guest. <laughs> uh, ne- next, we have at Maybe Hiroshi, another once and hopefully future guest. Great guy. Uh, we have at Maine Moose Tracks, who's uh, been on this list a lot, so we really appreciate it, Maine Moose Tracks. You're great. We have at Matthew M. Morris, who provided us with a lovely little memory today, and he is a future guest, also a cast member of Geekly Inc.'s Random Encounters. Yep, he'll be on the next episode, as will at Nika Howard, who is also a bovine booster this month, uh, and she's a cast member of the Drunks and Dragons podcast, like we mentioned before. We have at Cowboy Centaur. He's Uh, riding himself off into the sunset. (laughs) Uh, we also have at Kim Caddies and at Ben Stomach, uh, who are also future guests on the next episode. We have uh, it's at it's probably Josh, a once guest uh, during the Back to the Future days, and a future guest as well for our Star Wars episode. Uh, we also have at Code Dude Three. We have at MFG Cast. That is the MFG Cast. And we have at Eskimomo9 as our final bovine booster for this month. So once again, thank you for all of the uh, getting the word out there. Um, We continue to grow and continue to fight the good fight as a a podcast in the movies and television section of uh, iTunes, Stitcher, and whatever other podcast apps that you choose to use to listen. And uh, yeah, we're we're loving all of the feedback, all of the interaction, and... uh, sass on the internet too for sure thank you guys if we ever have a fallout style apocalypse we got your backs (laughs) we'll we'll do our best to make sure that uh disembodied voice guy doesn't uh doesn't do anything uh bad to you (laughs) actually yeah you know i have a theory i have a theory that disembodied voice guy will become corporeal in the event of a nuclear uh you know holocaust but we'll see (laughs) here's to that (laughs) (laughs) well hopefully we won't see actually but uh all right isn't it so uh with that that uh that ends our episode except we have to announce the movie that we're doing next so pete would you do the honors it is the uh a nice little number from our childhoods all of ours i think the 1990 robin williams children's classic hook Uh, telling the tale of Peter Pan after he grows up and returns to Neverland. Uh, 25-year-old spoiler there if you haven't seen it, but I would highly recommend that you all go out and check that one out in preparation for that podcast. And it's uh, it's a star-studded affair. I mean, you've got uh, Robin Williams, Dustin Hoffman, um, Julia Roberts, Julia Roberts, uh, Bob Hoskins. Uh, I could keep I could keep going. but you'll find it easily enough. Worth noting, uh, if you're hesitant, if you're like, where am I going to find that movie? It is streaming on both Netflix and Amazon Prime right now. 
and possibly a few other places as well. But those are two big ones. So, hey, you must be a subscriber to one of those things, I figure. And it's, uh, you know, if you decide to be one of those people that uh, just decides to listen to it without watching the movie, that's fine, too. We promise to be entertaining. All right. So with that, uh, we're just going to give you our contact information Of course, you can find us on iTunes or whatever podcatcher that you got this, or else you wouldn't be listening. But we would love if you gave us a review. A five-star review would be wonderful, and you can say whatever you want. If you think we only deserve four and a half, please give us five anyway to have other people uh, find us and just tell us that, hey, you're not quite as good as we thought. We do usually have um, celebrity readings of these reviews, but uh, we haven't had a review uh, for two feedback episodes, so get out there and uh, get us uh, those celebrities back. Make us proud. Make yourselves proud. All right. In addition Please. to that, <laughs> in addition uh, to that, if you want to find us on on uh, Twitter, we are at Sacred Cows Pod. That's at Sacred Cows Pod. You can also get in touch with us via email. That's Sacred Cows at HeroOfTheWeb.com. That's Sacred Cows at Hero of the web.com and anything you write to uh either of those that's more of a question comment uh you know if it's general discussion and things like that we try to we don't really include it on here but if it's more like a a shout out or a comment or something to talk about we try to get it on this uh these feedback episodes which there won't be one for a while so uh we'll have a few gathered up hopefully that's true tweet us there you know it was it was just kind of dumb luck that i was even able to describe the bovine booster so i obviously don't have a a Twitter account myself. Oh, well, I do, and you can find me on Twitter at White Morph. I would love to talk to you about uh, whatever. So, okay. Well, with that, uh, anything else to say, Pete? No, just I'm so excited to talk about Star Wars next time that uh, I hope you're excited to listen to us talk about Star Wars. Uh, Who doesn't like to do that, too, right? Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, Good good topics and a a set of podcast all-stars. Should be great. Looking forward to it. So until we see you guys again on January 13th for the Spoiltastic Star Wars The Force Awakens Roundtable, um, sayonara. See you later. Hope you had a great holiday season, everyone.